Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Lines are all jammed up like we promised, and uh, we'll get to your calls as fast as we humanly can. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go right back to Ted, who had another question um, before the break. Go ahead, Ted. What was your question? Yeah, the, the, the last question was uh, about a signal extender. Mm. Uh, what, can you, are they, do they work? Can you uh, recommend a good one? Not really. I'm not really big on extenders. So I'm doing some research to change out my firewall. I've got an old yep. Linksys 1900 ACS that's starting to uh, show its age. It's dropping our connections, driving us a little bit batty. I'm pretty close to selecting a, a router firewall, uh, which I think is going to be a Linksys again. Um, but what you need is to find these, these, these firewalls these days, or these routers these days, have much more powerful antennas than they made them even four or five years ago. And so... My recommendation is to find a router firewall device that can cover your whole house without having to add extenders. Uh, the only alternative to extenders are actual wireless access points. That's what I would recommend. And to be honest with you, I love my. I have one Ubiquity. It's an right. older one. It's the square one, which yep. is older. Yep. But the technology is so good. I have one. It covers my whole house. Right. I mean, my whole house. Right. So, what is that? An access point is basically so from your router, you'll have a wire running to a middle point in your home, whether maybe upstairs or downstairs, wherever the signal is weak. And then you plug in this access point, which is yet another wireless broadcast bubble. So that's how wireless works. It broadcasts from the from the router and or an access point. Extenders capture the bubble that is already being produced by the router originally and try to throw it further. And it gets a little funky because sometimes the SSIDs have to be are, are, are separate. They're called EXT SSIDs. They're not meshed together. So when people move from the extended, extended Wi-Fi connection to their main one, they drop and they don't naturally mesh back in. It's a mm-hmm. bit of a mess. So you want to find a mesh network that will give you one, one contiguous SSID. So the one thing I like about the ubiquities is that if you can't get full coverage in your whole house, you can add a second one, and they're designed to pass off to each other seamlessly. They're a mesh network. So they don't drop. They're a couple hundred bucks a piece. Um, Oh, you can get them as low as a hundred bucks now. Depends on where you find them. Um, But they're business-grade devices. So for home... They're going to be tremendous. <laughs> well, yeah, to me, the aggravation is worth the was worth yeah, the money. Right. If you pay the, if you pay for your good infrastructure, all your all your devices will work beautifully, yeah. and you and you won't have the cable company saying you need more bandwidth, which has nothing nothing to do with right, your problem. Right. <laughs> right. Well, uh, well, my house was wired. Uh, oh, nice. Twenty years ago, so I have the old K, probably the old uh, coax cable. Oh, that's um, not helpful. It's not helpful. No, you want to run a Cat 6 wire from your main router 
up to where your wireless is weak and add an, ex- an access point or replace your existing router device, depending on its age. Is it five or six years old? Oh, yeah. 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 So if you get a newer yeah. one, you'll get one that will have much more broadcast range. And, okay. uh, again, I'm very close to, to selecting one. Until I put it in my home and configure it and run it, I'm not going to recommend it yet because I haven't used okay. it yet. But the research uh-huh. I've done is probably going to be a Linksys device. A Linksys. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, go get it quick. I will. So, trust me. Okay. My wife and my kids are <laughs> giving me a hard time. Again, the shoemaker's children problem, right? I don't have time to set up my own router in my own home. I got better things to do. But, no, I will. I'll get it done. All right. Thanks so much. All right, Ted. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on to Greg in Waterbury. Next, Greg, what's happening? Hi, fellas. How are you? Doing fine. How are you, sir? I'm okay. I just have a question about my uh, backup onto a WD, uh, my passport, one terabyte. Yep. uh, 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 Hard drive. Hard drive, thank you. Yep. Um, Before I attempted to download... Windows 10, I backed up all of my uh, files into that hard drive. Smart. Good. So uh, am I correct in assuming that everything backed up? Every user that is using the computer, all the files from all the users are backed up? I don't know. Did you do it right? (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing? I I just do it every... I use the the WD... uh, Utility? Yeah, their utility to back up. So okay. are you doing a full backup or are you doing a partial backup? I'm not sure. I just right. do, did what they told me to. So they, they, I couldn't answer your question, right? So I don't know. Uh, if, you, if you use the tool properly and the tool worked properly to grab the data that you told it to grab, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the answer is yes. Because when I looked at the after I... I backed it up. I looked at the hard drive space, yeah. and it looked like it backed up everything because Good. there's. And I just wanted to make sure that it did. So here's My how you make is, sure, Greg. Mm-hmm. Restore. So choose a directory on your new computer or your existing computer called "Make a Test" or "Make it," you know, "Avoiding Divorce," and so that you because you you're about to say your wife wanted to make sure you backed up your data, right? Oh, yeah, she's been pounding me on that smart, for a while. Smart lady. So make a directory called test or whatever you want to. Go okay. to the Western Digital restoration, you know, software and restore some data. But don't okay. restore the full thing. No. Restore to a folder or a file. Right. Make that folder, that test folder that you're going to restore to. Okay. And, and then you, you'll have your question answered. It's the worst thing to find out that your backup didn't work after your computer failed. That's my... Uh, that's my concern because the old yeah. computer I'm having looked at, uh, and the person that I took it to said there's nothing. They couldn't get to the hard. They couldn't get to the hard drive. There's nothing wrong with, as far as they're concerned, nothing wrong with the hard drive. Mm-hmm. It's maybe the actual something with the motherboard or something. So right. uh, I'm having both of those, the computer and my uh, portable hard drive looked at to make sure that the data that I, that I did download it to is there. Okay. Yeah. Again, you can do that yourself, but sure. Um, and do do a restoration. Make sure it is there. And also, here's the other here's the other catch, Greg. Do not keep the backup hard drive plugged into your primary machine that you're backing up. And the reason I tell you this is because if your machine gets hit with ransomware, that drive will be hit with ransomware too. So your backup will be useless. Okay. 
So that's another aspect. Do not leave it connected. Oh, okay. I usually down. I usually do a backup every week. And then you disconnect it, or do you no. leave it? You leave it on I the machine. It. Yeah. So yeah. you're you, technically, as far as I'm concerned, Greg, you have absolutely no backup because if that machine is impacted by ransomware, which is the biggest concern these days, failure is less of a concern than ransomware. If you inadvertently get encrypted, your backup's encrypted too because you've connected it to the thing that got encrypted. So they would lock you out of your backup, which means you have to pay them a ransom, or your wife will. No, leave you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they happen. Yeah. Uh, so, can you put a link on your a link about how to download the uh, information from the portable hard drive onto the? computer? Well, it depends on the Western digital software you use. So the answer to your question is really kind of no. You need to, you need to go to the Western digital site because okay. you use that software to back it up, right? Right. So you got to go to their site with that model drive and that software and read about how to restore it. I mean, if you gave me all the model information, I could try to find it for I you too. But there oh, is no, there's no generic link for me to give you. It's all dependent okay. upon the, the drive you purchased and that software that's built in. I see. So, so you want to basically on the website it's uh, or any website is basically bogus. I have to go to the manufacturer. The model, the you got to go where you bought it exactly. Don't go to some yeah. third party. Go to the manufacturer. Okay. So you really okay. you want two of those USB drives. One you can plug in, and then when it runs the backup, unplug it and plug the other one in. So you right. kind of have two backups, but one of them is always disconnected. Okay. Yeah. Get, get multiple shots at your data, Greg. So I should basically get another. Um, yep, another hard drive. Backup device. Yep, another hard drive. Yep, A, B, or you can get three if you want. You can't be too backed up. I'll tell you, you can't be too <laughs> backed up. As long as you are backing up. If you're not, yeah. if you get three hard drives and they're all blank, that's a bad day. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, fellas. I do appreciate it. All right, Greg. Good luck. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yeah. So I can't tell you how many businesses we come across whose their IT people have just configured their servers and you sit there and you see this little cheesy $100 USB hard drive sitting on top of their server running their whole dental practice, right? And the backups are running to this external hard drive connected right to the server. And I'm like, doctor, you're, you're not backed up. It's right here. Yeah, it's connected right to the thing that's going to be encrypted and that backup will be encrypted along with it. You're not backed up if your hard drive's plugged right into your server. Please don't do that guys, don't. And if the company you're working with has set it up that way, run away. Run away. Run. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got one line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. So just in case our government's listening... I have the honor, every Veterans Day, of playing all the service tunes for the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard service tunes for Veterans Day. Now, obviously, Space Force is going to need a tune. I'm going to go ahead and say they should try that one, right? Because clearly they've used the logo. Since you they may as well the leg logo, they might as well lift the theme music. You may as well use the music. <laughs> and that's as good as any. Now, there's some others we'll play as, uh, as options for you as well, but... Uh, I think that should be the service tune for Space Force. Come on. My solo trumpet there? Come on. doesn't get better than that. Let's go on to uh, Ray and Vernon next. Hey, Ray. Uh, hello. What's up? Uh, you probably answered this question a thousand times. That's okay. I, 
I just got a, uh, a a new computer with Windows 10. Yeah. Uh, are you guys still as strong as you were on the Windows uh, internal security package? Uh, we have not been for years. Oh, really? Yeah. Windows I, Defender you're talking about. Right. Yes, I am. Yeah, you can't trust Microsoft to protect themselves. Uh, you can't. I mean, the, the NSA just came out with a big warning about how this big, huge hole in the new Windows 10 needs to be patched. If the NSA is warning you about Windows 10, you just ran out and replaced your old Windows 7 because you had no support, and then the NSA says you better update your Windows 10 because of this huge vulnerability. Why? Why would you r- rely on Windows Defender to protect you from antivirus? It's like the okay. fox garden in the headhouse. Okay. So I would recommend WebRoot. Web root. Web root. Yep. Okay, that's one you buy from the outside. Yep, it's a, you got to pay for a professional antivirus these days. You cannot use the free stuff. Okay. All right. Appreciate sir. it. All Thank right, Ray. For your help. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, it's you just can't trust Microsoft to do the job. Um, let's go on to uh, Gary in Canton. Hey, Gary. Hey, perfect follow up call. Quick question: Are you two twins? Are we twins? No. Yeah, you always finish each other's thoughts and well, each other's words. <laughs> yeah, we've worked together for a while. How long have you been, we've been working together at Tab, Bob? Uh, 15 years. 15 years, yeah. We've worked together for a while. We know what the well, deal is. We, we know what we're doing. You're, you're of one mind. Let's put it that way. Good. Hey, listen, I, um, I have three quick things. I had Avast. Avast? You know? Yeah, and I paid for it. I had all the antivirus and the scans and the internet security. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. This summer, they on their internet browser security, they went, uh, they upgraded it, and it 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 never could download. And I went through customer service for months. It was a nightmare. So I just let it lapse. So it's done. Yeah. My question was, I tried to uninstall it every way I could. I to their customer service, and then you, I heard you have an uninstaller on your website. There probably is one that we can find for you. A vast remover. A vast is a software run written by the Czech Republic. Yeah, that's great news. Um, <laughs> Heck, I just met an aerospace company a couple days ago that's still using Kaspersky, which is Russian antivirus software. You can't make well, it up. The, the thing is, you said, I think last week, that on your website, you have an install program, right? There, we can. I don't know if I remember if we talked about Avast specifically, uh, but it could be on there. And if, if, it, if it isn't, we can put a link up there for you today for an uninstaller for Avast. I recommend you go away from any kind of... Uh, Antivirus run by, you know, Czech Republic, you know, Russia. You don't need to run those types of things. You should be running American based antivirus software, and, and WebRoot is so far owned by an American company. And you have to pay, do you pay for that also? Yep, two bucks, roughly two bucks a month. Okay, and um, OpenDNS, I have a new computer. I have everything there. I put it on, but is there, is there a way to make sure it's running on your computer? Yes. There's a way to check it, and you go out to uh, a website called, I think, the Internet Bad Guys. If you try to surf over to the Internet Bad Guys, that's an open DNS uh, test site where it should block you from going there if it's set up okay. properly. It'll. You can also go on OpenDNS, and there's other ways to check to see if your OpenDNS is active. You opened an account, right? You set up a free account? Yes. Yeah. So internet. I think it's called the Internet Bad Guys. We can put a link for you that for there as well. Boy, I'm going to be up there on your website. This is good. One last thing. This is a good question, okay? All right. Windows- so you say. <laughs> <laughs> Windows 10. Yeah. 
Okay, so all the crap that's on there, I have a friend who's a geek, and she wants to take the computer home and get rid of just strip it down. Yeah. Anything you don't need so it can speed up. What can you, she says, look, you can take all your game applications, get rid of that stuff. Is there stuff you can safely take off of uh, Windows 10 without screwing up the system? So what happens when you buy mail-order computers, they throw a lot of garbage on there as part of deals with the manufacturer. Trialware. Right, bunch of trial yeah. It doesn't necessarily slow your machine down. So having stuff on it is like telling me you can't drive your car 65 miles an hour because you have luggage in the trunk. It doesn't care if you have luggage in the trunk, right? So the computer itself doesn't care if you've got software programs on it. And if you're not running them, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything with them. So removing them will just get rid of the nagware stuff that will come up after three months saying, hey, we've given you this antivirus for free now. Now they want you to register it. So right. if, if she's good at what she's doing and she can remove some of that junk for you, it won't speed the machine up at all. Um, but it will clean, clean it up and remove the chances of the nagging coming up to see you and saying, hey, Gary, here, buy this or buy that. You know, we protected you for X number of months. Go ahead and spend some money with us now. That could be beneficial, but it's not going to speed your machine up. It's brand new, right? So can you – it's running out. <laughs> Is there anything you can do to speed it up? It's not, you know, it's not bad. And somebody said, well, that's just how it is now. It well, what is it? Sense. What did you buy, Gary? Did you buy an i3, an i5, an i7? What did you buy? I knew you were going to ask me that, and yeah. I could go and look, but I didn't. Well, that matters. <laughs> that matters. So it's like it's like buying a it's like buying a Yugo or buying a real car, right? I mean, if you bought an i3, that's barely a processor. And I wouldn't even yeah, give it to I, my I kid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look and check it out and let you know, because okay. um, I bought it at... Um, I call it Blackbusters. What's the computer store name? You know, Best Buy. Best Buy. Buy. Okay, Best Buy, yeah. that's fine. You know, I got it for like I got it for like two three hundred dollars. You know, Lenovo. So it's a low end box. But two or three hundred bucks is low end, right? So it's it's probably a lesser I3 machine. Or Pentium. Yeah, I you... know. I guess because I called you and you told me to spend like six seven eight hundred dollars, and you didn't do it. <laughs> and now your machine's running <laughs> slow already. Yeah, but listen, if I, it crashes, I just go buy another one. Ah, uh, okay. But if it's going to run slowly, you're going to get a lot less done. Then you're going to spend well, you know, the same you know amount of money that you would have spent if you'd have spent it in the first place. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you already said that at the start of the thing. It doesn't matter. In five years, it's going to be outdated anyhow. I, had I hear you. That it was fully loaded. It was fully loaded. I mean, yeah. it cost like uh, $2,000. Yep. Went through a thing three years later. Oh, well, you need a new computer. I, I think know. three years old. You know? know. So it's like, hey, I'd rather buy cheap and keep buying cheap. Hey, it could work for people. I understand. <laughs> it is what it is. It's like buying a plastic <laughs> snow shovel every year. <laughs> I like I like I put that in the uh, luggage with my car. There you go. Let All us right. know what you bought, I'm Gary. Gonna, I'm, I'm curious. Gonna, I'm gonna go find it out. I'll call you back and let you know. It sounds good. All right. Thanks. You you got it. So yeah, right. You got to weigh the value, right? It's all a matter of value. But if yeah. you spend the right amount of money on the machine and get the right amount of hardware, it should give you six years of service. Period. Right. That's our show. That's what we do when we build and design our computers for our clients. We want those machines to give at least six years of service without having to be upgraded. At all. With the new Windows 10, you can run it until it actually dies. Well, I wouldn't you believe You don't have to do the upgrades. Mm. I mean, well, the upgrades are included in the updates. So, right. theoretically, That's the unless theory. they change their business model. <laughs> right, which they easily could do. All right, let's try to get a... Oh, no, we're going to go to... <laughs> we're going to step out for a break here. So, everything we've talked about so far has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go to Facebook... And you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg deems our news worthy, it may get into your news feed. It just might. 
And if you follow us on Twitter, if you I don't know how you have time to follow anybody on Twitter, but if you follow us on Twitter over at Tab Computer Assist, it'll get into your Twitter feed as well. So we'll be right back. So, of course, there's an option for the uh, Space Force uh, service song as well. Classic. 1978. Yep. Saturday Night Live, Bill Murray. May as well. You're copying Star Trek. You may as well throw in some Star <laughs> Star Wars in there and uh, have some fun with it. We have, we have some other options we're thinking about, too, because if you see the logo they used, our government used, the logo is exactly what Star Trek is. Starfleet Command. It's insanity. I mean, come on, guys. Well, they made some minor mods. I mean, you know. No. They that would, in, a, <laughs> in any kind of uh, trademark dispute, the government would lose. I would think, if you look at that logo. All right, let's get on to your calls. We're going to go to Ken in Marlboro next. Hey, Ken. Hi there. Uh, two things. One, I just wanted to call up uh, regarding that uh, previous caller that had the problems with the weak signal around his house with Wi-Fi. Uh, yeah. I have- yeah. I have I have Comcast. Sure. I know. I have Comcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was having problems where it was getting to the point where at the end of my house, furthest away from the Comcast device, I was losing, having dropouts. The signal right. was getting weak. Sure. And the device was rather old. It was probably five, six, seven years old. Yep. So I called Comcast. They went through the troubleshooting thing, and they came up with, uh, oh, you should buy those booster things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so who pays for that? Well, you do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, why should I buy devices to make your service better so anyway i finally insisted they have a technician came out technician came out yeah he agreed the signal was kind of weak he switched out the device with a new one yeah that seems to have solved the problem of so course like you said maybe sometimes the newer equipment yeah is better uh, that's why we're in business ken <laughs> <laughs> if it all if it all just worked forever we would not be able to feed our kids yeah, now the second, uh, I had to push them, though, to get them to have somebody come out and actually do an upgrade, basically, to newer technology. So uh, that's uh, great that you did that. However, you're renting yeah. it from them, right? So if you look at what you're paying to rent the yeah. hardware from them, if you bought your own, you'd be able to take your wife out more often for dinner. <clears throat> because you're point. you're looking at the monthly cost for that hardware. Rental. You're renting it. And so you went out and bought your own. You could go tell them to pound sand. You wouldn't really need them. And you put your own device in. And now you've got your control over your own network. They are only the stupid pipe connecting to your home. That's all they do. Think of them as the water line into your house. You're going to install the beautiful shower fixtures. You're going to install the the faucets. You're going to install. That's you. Why rent it from them? Why would you rent your shower fixture from your water company? That's what you're doing. Now, one further thing about, you mentioned pipeline. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing that's happened lately is about three months ago, I had a little bit of a problem with the cable. They yeah. came out, they checked. They found that there was uh, like 1.7 amps coming in on the cable. Amps? From the street. Of power? Ohms. Ohms, you mean, right? No, one point, they measured, they put an amp meter, clamp amp meter on it and measured like 1.7 amps coming in on the cable. Okay, what did they say that meant? Not good. Okay, so there's some sort of power leaking onto the cables, what they're saying? Right. And Eversource came out, pulled my meter, verified it's not coming back from my house. So, yes, it's coming from the street. Mm. And uh, That's their problem, that not seems, yours. 
that didn't get resolved. Yeah. And uh, Comcast went out there. I said, check it again. Yeah. He checked it again. Turned out it's DC current coming in from the street. Huh. Now they're saying it's not air source. It's coming in from somewhere. Maybe Comcast backup batteries they have along their lines. Right. They do. The they probably do have system backups um, within the network that help to push the signal out. Um, there's there's hmm. probably routers and switches. The fact that it's leaking. I mean, it's interesting that it'd be leaking over an RGB cable of some kind. I mean, you've you've heard yeah. of power over Ethernet, but I haven't heard of power over cable lines so something's leaking yeah, on that getting line. into the ground somewhere or getting into yeah but it's yeah but is it not right is it affecting your signal is it affecting your performance not that i'm aware of okay. although when every time when the source came out and when comcast got out they both said is a safety hazard oh so maybe you need an electrician yeah you maybe you need an electrician to try to ground that and and bring that i mean i'm not an electrician i don't play one on tv i have no idea but if you can ground the can you ground the power off so it leaks back into the ground so it doesn't well like i said when eversource came out and pulled the meter on my house they verified that it's nothing in my right home that's causing the problem but how do you dissipate the amperage how do you get rid of it so it's not a, a well hazard? obviously i think they need to correct the problem where yeah. it's coming from i agree i agree that's the thing. but if you if they can't you can't trust them to do it is there a way for you to to do it before it gets to your modem can you bleed it off somehow i don't know <laughs> i'm not like i'm not an electrical engineer i don't know if you've ever heard anything like no that. i haven't have you bob i haven't seen it out there i've never heard of that some they've got a they've got a crossed wire somewhere yeah, something's touching and something it's uh it's a comcast your, your whoever your internet provider issue yeah it's their issue hey, well, i'm glad i could tell you something you never heard of before. thank you ken we appreciate that sadly we see enough of that in the field so uh but i haven't seen it in the actual field this problem all right okay take care you got it ken leaking power if on your cable service field, it wouldn't be a problem <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right let's go on to john in west hartford what's going on john Yes, so I have two questions on the same subject. All right. Concerns of email. Yeah. When you establish an email address for yourself with a, with a brand new installation, say 20 years back, uh-huh. uh, with a server. Yeah. Uh, and you have the TV with them also. Yeah. Now, 20 years later, coming up to this time now, mm-hmm. you move within the Connecticut, but a different town, a different county, and they that company does not serve you here. Right. right. I have to get another company, which I did, of course. Yes. My uh, here's a question: Does that email address that I established that everybody knows and it's all my contacts? Do I can I keep that forever? And can they never take that away from me? The, the original server. Um, so the answer is probably no. You can't keep it forever, and yes, they can yeah. take it away from you. And I don't know that they offer you the ability to pay for it. Was the domain you used for your email address one you owned, or was it like a Yahoo or Snet.net? No, no, no. It's a, my own personal type with your name built into it. Okay, so that should be belong to you, depending on the company you had register it. So if you registered it in your name, it would be yours. You could move it anywhere you wanted. Right. If you had a third party register it for you, the problem is is they can register it it in their name, and you kind of SOL. Yeah. Well, we just got the the server 20 years ago. Yeah. And I guess they told us to put in an email address, I guess, you know, and we gave, them, we gave it to them and we did it ourselves. Okay. There was no third party anywhere. All right. And then we just bopped along all these years. All right. So, so you're, you're at what? You're John at what? What's your domain that you're talking about? I, I don't want to mention the previous server. Oh, okay. So is it, like, is it like a Cox or Comcast or Yahoo or what is, is it something it, that... It's a regular company. Regular, regular company provides uh, TV, cable, and internet. Okay. So then it's not your own domain. You have no control over that if it's at their 
domain. Well, we, yeah, we paid them a monthly fee for the service. Right, but now you're going to go to a different our, service. We established our own personal email address. Correct, but at their domain. So it's their domain. We, we continued what we had with them. Yeah. Right. Now, so, we've, been, we've been here now for about a year almost. Yeah. And we've been lucky that we still have it. But about a month and a half ago, Here it comes. all of a sudden our email addresses got erased over a two-day period. Right. And I'm thinking, they still have to act, this is the second part of the question, yeah. they still have to act as a, as a server to enable us to continue to get our email uh, addresses, our email? No. From, they don't. You're not paying them a penny, are you? No, we're not. Yeah, why would they have to? I don't know. Somebody thought that, for, I don't know who it was, told my wife that. No. They thought that they, had a do, that they, they kept the system open for us. Well, they might have done it generally because they're lazy. They probably didn't even realize you're taking up space out there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they don't have any, any allegiance to keep it running for you, John. You need yeah. to consider getting your own domain. So if this is for a business or is this for personal? All, all personal, yeah. All right. You need to consider getting a different domain. So maybe you go out to GoDaddy and register your own John at your last name domain. Oh, oh you mean I could use the same, uh, same address? Not theirs. Yeah. Oh, so the you're going to. Everybody's got this email address. Utility company. I know. Well, you know what? It's gone. Security. Everything. I have to go back and contact about forty different uh, yep. companies. Never known personal right. friends. Exactly. You're lucky. So it's only forty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that's not kind of people that we know. That's right. You know, all, all kind of, well, you know what I'm going to do since I've had it now for a year. Other than those days that it erased for some reason, you say they, they didn't do that, I guess you're saying, right? No, they did. They probably just blew it away or just doing maintenance because you're not a paying customer right, anymore. Right. So, John, okay. what's well, you... It's back again anyway. John, mm-hmm. what you need to do is you need to go to GoDaddy or Network Solutions or somebody and register your own name, you know, right. okay. the name of your company. Or your, so it could or be com- or like johnsmith.com. Okay. okay, so or, you register or my that. server, right? Or the current server. Like, they would do it too, right? No, yeah, it depends. See, if it's a name that's commonly in use, you can't grab it. Right. Oh, no, no, no. It's a unique name, like yourself. Like, All right. right. You know, blah, 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 F, Ralph, so, Ralph D. So right. let's, say, you know, like let's that. say that you registered johnsmith.com. Yeah. Okay. Then you could have John at johnsmith.com as your email address. Right. Or, it's you always know, yours. You own it. You're going to pay for it. Then you own it, and you can control it. Right. I've got to go to this uh, GoDaddy, you said, huh? Well, that's a place to go and register domains, yes. And the thing is, too, John, just because you went with this one company doesn't mean they're going to be at that domain forever. Sis, uh, if you think about it, CVS just bought Aetna for $69 billion. Do you think they're going to be called Aetna forever? No, yeah. they're going to be called CVS. So they're going to be at something else because they changed. So your, your, your companies that are providing Internet service to you, like Frontier's claim in bankruptcy, if you're at Frontier.net, that may be gone, too, someday. I, get, yeah. I got a guy who just gave me an email address who was at yahoo.com. Right. And I tried to send him an email, and it bounced back. Well, right. guess what? It's not a, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Right. So, you know. So you can't, you, if you want control over your own mailbox, you need to pay for your own mailbox. And frankly, our U.S. Postal Service, which is constantly like $11 billion in debt, that could be a service that they offered, right? I mean, regist- having the post office... Be a company who could register your own email boxes and offer. I mean, the government running mail is probably a bad idea. Email, right. but the point is, you could find somewhere where those of us as citizens would find value there. Back in the eighties and nineties, by the yeah, way, the post office tried to tax, tax email. So, so that email you would pay. Well, I think it was thirteen cents. Insanity, back then. I know. For something, and the courts ruled that they didn't provide a service that I they know. weren't due the money. I agree. <laughs> So, all right, John, so, I hope so, that answers so, your question. So, so right now, I'm, I'm with Xfinity. Okay. If I, if I gave them a, a unique 
email address different from the one that I had before, yeah. like you suggest. Yeah. Uh, the only reason why you tell me not to do that is that because they may also yeah. uh, go out of business. Again. They could become but I, but, something else. But I, could, but I could do it, though, right? Of course you could. But I they could, could be. You could be. You okay. can be John and Xfinity if you want. But yeah. Xfinity yeah. could go out of business yeah. tomorrow, and they would. Then your email box changes again. Yeah, when they reset everything up when I moved, they gave me a. a, 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 a I won't call it a phone. Just a plain email address which I never used. Right. But it was viable. You know, we just don't use it. Yeah. Well. All you, right. Well, the only other thing is, <laughs> it's a joke now. I'm well into retirement. I could outlive them before they change the name. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, there you go, John. <laughs> okay. Thanks right. for your information. You're welcome, sir. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. Mark and Tom, hang on. This is Computer Talk. So here's another option for Space Force, their service song. It'll link right up with their new logo. <laughs> it's a great tune. Fun to play. Heavy use of timpani. Always good to use a timpani for your service song. So I just can't imagine what they're going to come up with a service song. I mean, if, you, if they got the logo, this is a whole new branch of government, right? They need the whole bureaucracy, so they need a service song, right? It, tons of great options. Well, why create a new one? Why cre- <laughs> exactly. Why create a new one? <laughs> Don't call John Williams up. Although whatever he comes up with will be will be ins- insanely good, just use the old Star Trek stuff. <laughs> use their logo. Let's go to Mark in East Hartford. Hey, Mark. Mark, you there? Yeah, I'm right here. What's how up? Are you? Good. How are you? Oh, is this Mark from the printer problem from last week? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, here's here's what. It, okay. Here's what happened. Yeah. When you posted it, you had the wrong printer uh, number, oh, and no. it, the instructions weren't on there. Uh, so can I please give you the right? Um, yeah, give me the right number. number. Go for it. It's uh, Brother 9125. All right. We will find some manuals for the 9125. Is it the CN? 9125, I think so. It's uh, printer, fax, copier, all in one unit. I see it. We will put a link up here for you, sir. Because I need another thing, too. Um, Yeah, because it didn't have directions on how to... I know you got to reinstall, you got to remove and reinstall the printer. I tried that; it didn't work. Yeah. So it's on Windows Seven, and um, the HP laptop I got it just started. I talked to another guy, and he mentioned install drivers. Can you right give, post that on how to how I would do that? Yeah, the users con- the users guide would have that. Uh, the problem is they may not have Windows Ten drivers for you, though, Mark. No, I, I'm using Windows 7. Oh, all right. Then, then, yeah, there's plenty of information right here on this link that we're putting up here for you. And it's on your computer. It's on the, uh, yep. the tab site, right? Yep. They've got drivers for Windows 10 all the way down to XP, even Mac, server. Okay, they have all sorts of stuff. To, that's not too hard to do, right? You no. just got to program it into the laptop? Yeah, you just got to click on the right driver, yep. So once do that first probably, and then yep. and then re remove and reinstall. Remove it first. It. Yeah, remove it first, and then install it fresh. Reboot and install it fresh, Mark. But we'll put the link up for you right now, sir. You mean remove the the old driver, reinstall it? Oh, remove the remove the computer, and then re, remove the drivers and reinstall the drivers. Then exactly. Reinstall the computer, the uh, printer. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you have a clean install. You're going to go to devices and printers. You're going to right click on it and choose remove device. Right. Okay. And remove the drivers first, or the printer first. The printer first. Yeah. And then, and then the drivers. And uninstall the drivers. You're going to go into the control panel under Programs and Features, find that printer, and uninstall it. 
It is obsolete. That printer is extremely obsolete, according to Brother. I was, was working fine. I hear you. I had no problem. With I it. know. I, was, I know. I, 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 start, I tried scanning. Yep. And I went from the printer scanning because I was unsuccessful to do it from the computer. Yeah. And I went back and forth, and that's what started it. Right. Well, try, try the right driver. Right. Let's see what happens with this, Mark, okay? Oh, uh, can you it's right if you guys put what you what he just said on the because I'm driving I I, I don't I, I didn't write anything <laughs> yeah the links don't work that way unfortunately the links don't work that way we have no way to kind of describe what you're supposed to do you could always listen to the podcast again you listen to yourself so bring oh, okay. it bring it up online you'll hear you'll hear your call you can actually hear what we say you can play it over and over and over again okay so what you what he just said is on the podcast should, should work with I hope so yeah all right. Good luck, Mark. He's driving me crazy. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Old printers that are obsolete, they can, they can be trouble. We also are going to put a link up there for you guys for the, the router that I'm going to be considering. I have to get it through committee today. Uh, but it's the Linksys EA9300. And uh, I'll, put, I'll put a link up there. That's the one I think I'm going to go ahead and check it out, bring it in-house, and see if, if it works for me and if it works as well as I hope it does. Um, did a lot of, lot of research to see if that's the way to go. Uh, but again, don't go out and buy them until I tell you how much it worked or not in <laughs> my own house. Let's go to uh, Tom in Farmington. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. Um, occasionally when I start up my Mac, yeah. it comes up with Belkin. What is Belkin? Uh, Belkin is a networking company. It's got to be some device you have installed on your computer. It okay. could be a network interface card. It could be uh, could be video. I doubt it. Um some sort of device that you've installed. Right. Okay. It could so be now USB wireless. Could be... It's plugged into your Mac. Something's plugged into your Mac. A Belkin device is plugged into your Mac, we're thinking. Oh, oh okay. All right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. What is um, captive.apple.com? Captive.apple.com? I have no idea. Yeah. Is that a virus? Oh, I don't know. I'm wondering. Is that coming up on your screen all the time? That comes off after the Belkin. So, so now that you guys have mentioned that it's a um, external device, I have a feeling that I know what it is. It could be a, a speaker or something like that. Yeah. But, but now, now also at one point, um, I did some downloads and um, um, I got this thing called Trovi, T R O V I. Okay. And and I think it's a browser, and it took over all of my browsers. It's so a I malware. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, so I contacted Mac, and they apparently manually uh, removed it for me. Yeah. But then I purchased Malware Bytes. Okay. Okay. Will Malware Bytes remove a virus that's already on the Mac? If it's a, if it's the Mac flavor of Malware Bytes, the answer is generally yes. Okay. Good. But with the thing that you had there was more of a browser hijack. Um, okay. It's not really malware, but it's an annoying. It's a it's a browser hijack that has to do with uh, forcing your searches through the Trovi rather than through wherever you want to search. So after you get done removing it, you may need to go back into your options or your settings or what have you, and reset your default uh, web page. So for instance, yeah. it could have set your web page so that it automatically opens up back to their website so they can reinfect you. Okay. So correct. after you remove that. Um, that malware, then you've got to go in and restore your settings on your. Just reset it to default if that's an option for your Mac. 
And that could okay. also be related to your captive question. Like you, okay. if you're, if, you, if you, it could be something to do with your browser here. We're trying to figure out what that's all about, but right, right. Uh, because my main concern at this point is, is, um, it, it, is if I still have any of uh, the viruses on the Mac. So when right. I do the scan with the malware bytes, which I think is a great tool, yeah, um, it comes up clean. Then you're but, good. Yeah. All right. And. and and I did ask you this before, though. Mm-hmm. Will it remove a, a a virus that's already there? Yeah, that's the whole point of a yeah. That's the whole point of a virus scan device. It should remove it Excellent. if it's if it sees it. It should be able to quarantine it and remove it. Perfect. That's it, guys. I thank you very much. All right, Tom. Good luck. Good. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Yep, that's the whole point of the tool, right? That's right. So I want to thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning, and hopefully we picked a service song to go along with. This Space Force uh, logo. <laughs> um, you you can't. You got to go check out our website to see the new logo. It is a, re, a direct ripoff of Star Trek. Um, I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. Everything's there, so you don't have to go find the links that we talked about. Um, that way, you're not going to find yourself some down some dark alley uh, in the internet and end up with the wrong link. Um, if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook. Uh, it'll go into your news feed as well, these same links. And as long as Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy, because, again, he's controlling these links, not us. And then, of course, you've got Twitter. We are there. And we don't know why you're there, frankly. But if you are there and you like Twitter, uh, it'll get into your Twitter feed if you follow us at Tab Computer 6. I want to thank Matt for, for uh, producing today. Dr. Alessi's in next with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. He's tired for PD. Karen and Tony, shout out. See you next week. All right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com.